Hey listener, thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Pixels and Panels, a show where we take behind the scenes of the comic industry through conversations with your favorite creators and industry leaders. Our guest today is Jonathan Lareva, who you might recognize as the author of the enthralling zombie comic, Zombie Wife. While most zombie series are filled with utter nihilism, Zombie Wife took us for a surprise with this optimistic angle. We talked through Jonathan's foray into comics and the many inspirations behind it, talked through an exciting new series he's working on called Ancient Airwaves and when you can expect it, and more. Hope you enjoy the listen. Hey, Jonathan, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Thank you for taking a bit of time to join us today. Let's get right into it. How did you get into comics? I uh, just always, always read it since I was a little kid. Started with the newspaper comics, Calvin and Hobbes, Bloom County. And then uh, I really connected with um, how the stories were told. Was there anything in particular about how these stories were told that drew you to comics? Just the... I think it's a mix of the world that's created, especially in Calvin Hobbes. You have, um, you have the the story, and the the story doesn't really work without the images. So, but it wasn't it wasn't TV, so I could just read it on my own. So, um, yeah, that's kind of. I just always always loved them and always clicked. I don't know the exact reason why. A lot of I know it clicks for a lot of other people too. What were some of the comics you mentioned? Calvin and Hobbes as obviously being a very famous one. What were the different types of comics that inspired you growing up? Uh, Calvin and Hobbes, like I said, uh, Bloom County was another uh, another uh, comic strip. Um, and then in middle school, I got in. I got. Uh, they used to make hard copy Shonen Jump um, magazines every month that they would send out every month. And my friend had one. I'm like, this is pretty cool. They'd be like nine different comics in there. And you get like two chapters, two chapters a month. And in there, I read One Piece, Naruto, and uh, Bleach, and some other great comics as well. How do you think those comics influenced you as you started your journey of making your own comics? I think the world that was created, uh, the worlds that were created was you could do a lot more than just, you know, four panel uh, Calvin Hobbes or, or uh, Bloom County. And um, I just love the, I love the fantasy story, story, fantasy stories. And I love the, uh, the way it was week to week. I always felt like I had something to look forward to. That's kind of how I've always wanted to create Zombie Wife is to have something that's on the schedule. It's like just uh, uh, something to tune in, you know, like a new episode. So how did you start making comics? You mentioned Zombie Wife, which is the work I want to get <clears throat> into a lot. But how did you start making your own comics? Uh, so I just started drawing in high school. Uh, I just started drawing them when I was a kid. I drew them in high school um went to college for art and i think uh 
my senior year, I did a independent study where I just wanted to make a comic and uh, I did one. It was really terrible, uh, but I got a lot of good feedback from my teachers and other people. And then uh, I found a, a friend of mine who's a screenwriter and he had a, he had a screenplay and he wanted to make it into a comic to kind of get, get around. And that was called the undergrounds. And, uh, that was kind of my first time I had like strict deadlines and trying to market and everything. That was probably, probably like eight years ago now. What sort of story were undergrounds? So the undergrounds was a fantasy comic about um, some kids that find a hole in their backyard and the hole leads to a cave with all these doorways to different worlds and, uh, they leave a door open and some pirates come and kidnap them and their family. It was a fun screenplay. Um, and the, and the, and I, we just finished the comic probably about four or five years ago. And, uh, we had a Kickstarter for the full, full volume. And yeah, that was a, that was, that was a big learning experience. A big part of learning is just failing and making mistakes. So what were some mistakes that you made as an early comic artist? I think it's more, more of like a process of getting better with creating a good story flow and composition. I know some of my mistakes were not, uh, were made just by um, uh, situating the scene wrong. And um, I really studied uh, storyboarding and uh other uh other art theories to kind of help get better at that i still have a lot to learn there's a youtube video i saw about um dragon ball the original dragon ball comics and uh, how akira toriyama set up a scene and um and that kind of just made me think about the way i, I do that I also think uh, some mistakes I made early on was just trying to make something super big all at the start instead of starting with like smaller comics and building way, my way up to bigger, bigger stories. So in the process of coming up with a comic, you touched on a lot of different things that a comic artist needs to do right what are some of the things that you enjoy doing as a comic artist and that you find more intuitive? I enjoy the drawing part for the most part. I think I really enjoy the concept and coming up with it. That's my favorite. Uh, once you start drawing the same character for, you know, 40 weeks in a row, you get a little bored with them. So sometimes the art becomes a little bit of work. Uh, but I always like, uh, uh, designing what my character is going to look like and, and also coming up with a story is probably my favorite part and uh, thinking through um, it's almost like visualizing what's going to happen and then if I don't like it I just forget about it and visualize it again and, uh, and I usually never write things down I need to be better at that but so a lot of times when I visualize something what comes out in the paper is completely different so when you think about a scene or how you set a scene, how long does it take you to figure out what or come up with a scene that you're happy with? Because I'm guessing you want to think through a lot of different angles, what you're showing in a scene, because 
the same scene presented in five different ways can evoke five very different emotions. So how do you play with that and come up with the scene that feels right to you based on your story? Yeah, I just, I think about the comic all the time, like on my drives home from work about in the morning in the shower um, late at night. And eventually when I get something that I like, I just draw it out a really rough drawing of what the scene should look like and then I go back and edit it so it looks it makes sense to the viewer because I think it's really important to try to draw things that are good story story wise but also being clear so let's talk about zombie wife which is a story that I have enjoyed reading very very much how did you come up with it uh so I was actually listening I was at church listening to a sermon and I was daydreaming um, it was on Ezekiel. The sermon was on Ezekiel. Um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that with uh, the book of Ezekiel, but um, there's kind of a uh, a joke among Christians that there's zombies in the Bible, and that's where they are. Ezekiel, I think it's chapter 36, um, where it's the visualization of God coming and bringing dead bones back to life. And I just thought of this idea of death and resurrection and i've been walking uh reading walking dead uh recently at that time and i don't know i just i just thought of the story idea and uh i was like i should go with this and just make a short uh, a short comic because i thought it was a good um i thought it was the kind of comic that can appeal to other people because comic that i'm about to release is more of a fantasy comic that's my world that I've created, but it's not, it's it's hard to it's hard to pitch it. Where Zombie Wife is really the idea seemed very easy to pitch. Um, so that's kind of how I was thinking about it at that time. The interesting thing about Zombie Wife is it's really a love story that's within this zombie world, which throws the reader for a bit of a loop, but it, it's really gripping and interesting to follow along. So you've talked in the past about how you wanted something different from the zombie genre. I think you said you wanted something other than utter nihilism. So how did you kind of take the themes of what you saw? You were reading Walking Dead. You had another idea of what the zombie world could offer. And how did those different themes arrive at Zombie Wife? So I was, um, yeah, uh, good question. I, I was reading zombie or uh sorry reading walking dead and i you know i i enjoyed the the character moments i'm not actually a huge zombie guy so it took me a while to actually pick it up i've been i was recommended it recommended it by a ton of different people and i i enjoyed it but after i would read it in big chunks because they had these giant um giant volumes of like eight different volumes and I read probably through one go and after that I just felt like sad despair and just like I don't want to read anymore and then eventually I'd like forget about it and then read read more uh more later and I think the the character drama really uh, kept me going but I also read a ton of uh I've read a ton of uh, seinen mangas, which are 
more adult themed, um, like Berserk and and Gantz and that sort of thing. And I've noticed that a lot of a lot of the darker comics does do have this sense of nihilism in it, where it's like there's no no hope, no no uh, nothing outside of what you you know little bits of happiness that you can find and. Uh, coming in front at it from a, I'm, I'm a Christian, and coming up from a Christian worldview, uh, I, I think there definitely is darkness, that sort of thing in this world, so it fascinates me, but also there is an underlying uh, that I think is important. Uh, I think, uh, thinking about, um, you had asked me this earlier today and I was thinking about like different scenes that were, you know, kind of what I wanted to do with zombie wife. It's like uh, Lord of the Rings, two towers at the end of Helm's Deep. Like they're, you know, they're about to lose the battle. They just gained off like coming down with the writers. And it's, you know, it's, it's story moments like that, that I really wanted, wanted to capture. Uh, when I was thinking about the story. So there's two things I want to pick apart a little bit. The first is yeah. the zombie world. And it's interesting that you mentioned you did not, you, you, you won't consider yourself a big zombie fan. Cause you're right. You think about a zombie thing and I'm already like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be dark. It'll be a little <laughs> depressing. I watched one episode of walking dead and it was the most stressful TV I've ever watched. <laughs> so there's that component, but the characters offer, moments of light you go into their backgrounds it's very interesting how you gel those two things so what did you start with did you start with the world creation of you know this post-apocalyptic world or did you start with the characters and you're like well i know these are the protagonists that i want people to follow how did you balance those two things and where did you begin i started with just milton and shauna and i didn't even think of any of the other characters until after i would written the first uh five chapters and I didn't think much to the world other than it was Walking Dead world, like the same, same things applied as Walking Dead, as the Walking Dead. Um, and it was kind of, I kind of wrote it as kind of like an anti-Walking Dead or like a character that you would never see. Because if you saw Milton in the Walking Dead, he'd, you know, end up being eaten by Shauna or something else terrible would happen. I think another thing I liked about your comic is it starts with no color and I don't want to spoil it for readers, but that was a very intentional choice from you. Do you mind talking about what led you to start this comic off with no color? Uh, laziness. I hate coloring. It's a lot of work and I don't necessarily enjoy it. And most of my favorite comics don't even have color. So I know that's not the typical webtoon design. And a lot of people, when I tell them I have... I've been posting webtoon and they're like, do people actually read it on webtoon? Cause it has no color on it. What? And um, I say, yeah, apparently some people don't care still. So I guess that's good. And uh, at, at, in the beginning, it wasn't intentional for what would happen later. I actually thought of that um, probably halfway through the series. I'm like, Oh, I can, I can, I can have this, you know, have a thematic um, reason and, uh, you know, I've always, I watched, I think it was like Schindler's List where you had 
was all black and white and one pop of color. And uh, I don't even remember what the reason why they had a pop of color, but I always thought it was so bad. Just pops of color and in a great world. I think it goes with the, went with like how Milton was feeling because it was all from his point of view as well. So the execution of when you do that to this color is very cool. And I won't spoil it for the reader. I encourage everyone who's listening to, to give the, uh, the, the series a read. In terms of characters, you do a lot of very cool inter-character just moments. Um, for instance, I like Lena and Sam as a couple. Who are your favorite characters and why? Uh, that's a tough question. I like all of them. Uh, but you love all your children equally I, in this I, case. Yeah. <laughs> well, I the problem was is that I liked all of them, and it was really hard for me to balance all these main characters in the cast because I'm not that's I'm not I don't see writing as my strong point. So I think later on when I was like, man, I need to tie up everybody's story together. That was a little overwhelming. Um, I like writing Rocco the best. Uh, he I don't know why, but his words just kind of like pop out. I don't really think of it as just like Rocco's taking on his own, his own life. And then I love uh, writing Hector's family. I would have liked to uh, write more of them into the comic, but there's just so many of them didn't really fit with any of the storylines. So I did, I did some shorter pieces with them. Uh, and they do, two of the kids have some, plot significance at the end um, but I, I enjoyed that I think my favorite characters are probably Adam and Maze I like drawing them um, the most uh, I think I don't know I don't know why I like them the best but I just feel like I would always I'd always put more effort into those into drawing them and their stories than especially towards the end. Is there a character in the series that represents you or that you feel most connected to? Um, I think there's a little bit of me in all of them. Um, I don't, I always try to be conscious of writing uh, people I know really well or like myself into things because then people tend to try to read into my comics. They think it's, it's just this extension of like journaling that I'm doing that I'm trying to trying to tell stories that are directly applicable to my life. And it's not like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to think that I do that uh, consciously, but I think if I looked at all of them, probably the closest person, like personality wise, not backstory wise, Sam. Just because I, I wrote them as struggling with uh, difficulty in talking, which I felt like has been an issue for me in my whole life. Another cool thing about Zombie Wife is there's a lot of bonus canon content that you add in there. For instance, you add these four panels just showing a day in the life or another scenario with a few of your favorite characters. What was your inspiration behind doing that in addition to the series and the main body of work? So I realized a lot of people liked um, the quiet moments of Milton and his zombie wife. And it was hard to kind of do those in a and still tell the storyline that I wanted to tell. 
Uh, so I wanted to make um, moments of what happened with Shauna when they're living together available to people to read. And I thought, why not do it as like a comic strip? Because um, I think I used to read, I think, uh, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist, I would read it and they would have like these short four panel comedy comics after a volume. And so you would read like uh, the volume and then they have like some funnier, lighter comics at the end. And I kind of thought of doing it like that, but have it be in canon. So you recently finished the series. You published your last episode this week. What does it feel like to be at the end of this three-year journey? I'm 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 relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoy. There's a lot of aspects I enjoy this on, but um, it got tougher as it went on, just to um, try to plan my next comic and also end something, which is very difficult. I look at said earlier i have about eight different main characters that i need to resolve all their storylines and then also have a have an ending that's feels like it's i think i've written like 20 different endings and nothing really felt good i still don't even know if the ending feels good to me now but you know it's done it's, it's out there so i do want to touch on your next comic obviously but another thing I liked about Zombie Wife was the community that you built. And there were a lot of different things that you've done to build a community. Maybe we can start at a high level. What were some of the things that you tried? How did they work? Because whether it's your Discord or your Patreon to uh, my personal favorite, which is the naming of the guinea pig in your story, you tried a lot of different things to build some community and it was cool to see the reaction. So why was community building such an important part for you as you were writing Zombie Wife? Uh, it's important because uh, community is what kept me writing Zombie Wife. Um, I originally hosted the first five chapters of Zombie Wife just to figure out, just as a test run of how Webtip works, because I had never used it very much. And I didn't read it, so I didn't know what I was really getting into or what the process would be like with transferring my comics in. A lot of people responded really positively and I got a lot of great comments um, in the beginning and it helped uh, motivate me to keep telling the story because I, I couldn't just leave these people with China um, in such a low moment uh, where it ends after chapter five and because and it seemed like it, it sparked something with something and I didn't really expect that. So I, I think when I would write a new chapter, what I looked forward to most comments um, on the chapter, just to see, uh, just to know that people were reading and that they were engaging with my comic. And uh, it's a different experience than what I've had before where I feel very uh, isolated in my own creative world, not knowing how whatever I'm doing that so uh, because of that I I just started thinking of things to get people more engaged uh, uh, with my comic uh, yeah the guinea pig was I, I don't know how 
why I decided to do that. I just remember I like the idea of a guinea pig being flown away on a uh, on a, a little bit was um, what people chose. I, I originally came up with six names that um, I asked if uh, people I should name. And I think that's the chapter I get the most comments on out of any chapter was people voting for the guinea pig. And I'm not sure why uh, people resonate with the guinea pig so much, but um, I can tell you why, because last time I'd seen the guinea pig before that, it was on a drone <laughs> running away from zombies. So <laughs> that's probably why. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, I guess it was just me having, having fun with uh, the community. And um, I know I didn't do that as much towards uh, part four. Uh, most of that was because I had a, um, I had a kid in that time and it was a lot harder. It, was, it seemed like I was just trying to get the comic out. So a lot of my marketing and stuff, I just felt very, it was very difficult to keep up with. It was hard to think of. It was hard to be creative, I guess, outside of um, doing what I needed to do. Um, and I think that's one of the things I've realized uh, over this is um, there's only so much creativity. It's like juice almost. And uh, sometimes you get, they get sapped from you and life but certain things happen. So um, I hope to, to do some more fun things with uh, my next comic. So let's talk a little bit about your next comic. Can you give folks a tease of what it's going to be? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's going to be a fantasy adventure. Um, it's going to take place in a world without computers. Um, I, I looked online. I, I think it falls under diesel punk, um, but I've never actually read anything that's diesel punk or sure what that is. Um, uh, but I think that's, that's probably like the kind of fantasy world it is. And it's going to be mixed with, uh, magic as well. Um, uh, it's got a it'll have a, a bunch of characters in a big world and it's the way i'm going to tell the story is going to be kind of like a, a fairy tales almost um, but not as uh, connected into one bigger storyline uh, so it's going to start off with a little girl that finds a domovoy which is a russian house spirit in the in her basement and she gives it a piece of uh, pie and for that he gives he tells her a story and it's going to be each time she comes down and brings a piece of pie it's going to be a different different story uh, and that's how it's going to kind of start out uh, eventually it's gonna it will the, the little girl will not just be listening to stories she'll be a main character i she was in a another comic that I think I shared with people called The Golden Elk, which is a part of this world. Do you have a sense of of when the comic will be released? Uh, the first one should be released in about a month. Uh, I have a webtoon page for it now because I didn't want the name to be stolen in the meantime. So there's a place. What's it called? It. It's called Ancient Airwaves. 
Ancient Airwaves. Well, congrats on the end of one step of your journey and the beginning of another very exciting step. One last thing before we move to our rapid fire round. Do you have any advice for a young comic creator? I think one really cool thing about your background is you've tried so many different things. You've made a bunch of different comics. You have a kid now. You've gone through a lot of different life stages as you've pursued you know, being a comic artist. What advice do you have for anybody who's uh, trying this journey on their own? Um, so just get started doing it. Um, get a job that will make you money in the meantime. Because um, I think one of the things that helped with my comic is that I had a full-time job that I can just relax and be able to support myself on. Uh, I think a lot of times if you're trying to, if you're under the gun trying to make money off your art right away, uh, I think it kills great. Uh, it either, I know a lot of people say that it'll increase your creativity. For me, it, it didn't work that way. I felt like I was stressed out. And once I had a job and, you know, money coming from somewhere, I could be more, um, more creative and, work on it and enjoy working on it which i think is important too if you're not enjoying working on it why would your audience enjoy reading it i appreciate you sharing and i know it is helpful to always get another perspective and help that enrich what you're going through as an individual so appreciate you sharing are you ready to end things with our rapid fire round yes yes that's so first question kind of fun <laughs> Which fictional character best describes your personality and why? Uh, I'd say Chewbacca. I'm tall, hairy, grumpy, loyal, and kind of hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Which three webtoons would you want to take on a desert island and why? So I had a hard time with this. Uh, sorry, I scratched that. Um, I think uh, Elfin Warrior. Room of Swords and Twisted Tales would be my three webtoons of choice. Um, Elfin Warrior, because it's hilarious. If you could pick any manga, comic, or webtoon creator that you'd have to, that you'd want to have dinner with, who would it be and why? It would be Noaki Urasawa. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he's a writer of Monster and 20th Century Boys. Uh, great mangas and yeah, seems like a really low-key guy that uh, be really interesting to talk to pick his brain I think the way he tells stories is fantastic and I think if I had one inspiration more than any other zombie life it would be his comments what's your favorite scene from any webtoon or comic and why so, um, I think Elfin Warrior, there's a scene in the beginning. I don't know if you've read that comic, but it's there's a wood stump who's like evil and killed a bunch of people. And these bug people uh, try are hanging him for his crimes. And he keeps making pun after pun after pun while they're trying to hang him. They think he's so hilarious that they canceled his death penalty. And I think that was that was definitely the best uh, 
my, my favorite scene, or at least the scene that stood out the most. And finally, if you could hang out with any fictional character, who would it be and why? Uh, I think the entire Straw Hat crew from One Piece. Um, uh, because they just seem like really fun people. Excellent choice. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking some time to be on our show today. Listener, please check out Zombie Wife and look out for Jonathan's next work, Ancient Airways. We will have links in the comments below. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.